Welcome back for another episode in our series, Wednesday Evening Sermons. The message today was presented on November 13th, 2019, by Deacon Bree. It is entitled, Is Your Motor Running? The reading for this lesson can be read at 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 6 to 13. Join us now for the message. Okay, so my question for you guys is, what does it mean to be idle? Like, what does that word mean? What does it mean to be idle? Not doing anything. Okay, yeah, what else? What's another, what are things that run on idle? Yeah. <laughs> Our cars say an idle, right? It means that the engine's running, but we're not going anywhere, right? The engines are turned on, the ignition is run, but we're not actually moving. So Paul... In writing to uh, the folks today, he asks the question, is your faith idle? Is your love of God idle? Or is the love that God has given you idle? Is the engine on, but we're not really going anywhere? So faith and love, I think sometimes we think that it's more like God is our fairy godmother and like Cinderella will just get like bibbidi-bobbidi-booped and all of our rags will magically turn into wonderful dresses and we get to go to the ball. Nothing we had to do ourselves. It just happens, right? But I think faith and love are really more like uh, the kind of like the right supplements that we've taken in our diet and the race is started and our nutrition is good, but the question Paul's asking is, are you just standing at the starting line of the race? Everything is in gear, but you're just standing. So Paul says that the remedy for this is that we should look for the people, the examples that we have in our lives of people whose faith is not idle. Right? Paul says that's why we were there. We could have just come and stayed and enjoyed hospitality, but we didn't so that we would be examples of what it looks like to live as lives that are faithful. So here's my question to you. Who can you think of that you know or that you've seen on TV or maybe is a fictional character or whatever, who is living a life of faith. An inside joke. Okay. So what else? who else? Who, who are people that are living lives of faith that are an example for you guys? Sure. If it's impacting you, it can be a cartoon character. Okay, so Yoda, because, you know, he's channeling the force, which is kind of like the Holy Spirit. That's what you're saying? Yeah? All right. Sure. I buy it. The force be with you. All Lutherans say... And also with you. Yeah. All right. Chuck. Chuck. From Chuck Nose Church. Okay. <laughs> Why is Chuck from Chuck Nose Church giving you an example? Because his name is Chuck Nose Church. Okay. It's in the title. But what else? Brian, you were going to say something? So he's like taking information and making it readily available to you guys, right? Like he's breaking things down so that you can see how to live that. Okay, what else? Who else is it? Who's got another one? Okay. Oh, you were going to say something about Chuck's Nose Church. Okay, well, I'll tell you this. When I was growing up, I did not have Chuck Nose Church. The internet did not really, it didn't kick off quite the way that it has today. But I will tell you, um, <clears throat> when I was writing this sermon, it was... Um, 
I got a little notification on my calendar that today would have been my papa's, that's my mom's dad's 82nd birthday. And he died three years ago. Um, it's interesting that this day happens on this, this kind of day that Paul's talking about how people might live a life of faith. Um, I talk about this frequently, so I'm three-quarters Appalachian. I don't have a lot of Lutherans in my heritage, but if I do, they all come through my papa, right? And he was a truly, um, a man who lived his faith out. He spent his entire retirement learning how to be a contractor. He had been an engineer his whole life, never gotten his hands dirty, always paid other people to do things. But as he was retired, uh, he was like, well, I think I can help some people out. So he hung drywall, he learned how to do skirting, he fixed roofs, he fixed plumbing, he just couldn't sit still. But at his funeral, we received so many gifts and cookies and bakes and all sorts of things from all the people whom he had repaired parts of their home in the last few years of his life. If you asked him why he would do these things, he was very, like, German, so he would have said, it's just what you do. <laughs> but I think the framing of that for him was because of his faith. One of my favorite memories of um, his death, which is a weird thing to say, is that I got to be the person to serve him communion his last time. And uh, that is a moment that I will treasure forever because so much of my faith ancestry comes from this man. There are people that are in your life that are living out their faith every day, and you just might not know it. So many times the opportunity to understand why someone does a thing that they do goes right on by. But I guarantee you that there are so many people around you that the reason that they're living the, their lives the way that they are is because of their faith. Faith is not just supposed to be about prayer and coming to church, although those things are nice and I'm glad that you're here. Our faith is meant to have legs. It's meant to have meaning. It's meant to be a part of how we treat our friends, how we treat the people who serve us at restaurants, how we treat people we've never met, how we drive, where we live, and all sorts of things down to what kinds of classes we take in our careers. There is no part of your life that God's love should not influence. Maybe that means letting go of the things that you know that you're not good at and being more of the things that God has made you to be. Maybe that means growing more in your patience with other people. Maybe that means that you don't gossip as much anymore. Maybe that means that you sit with kids who are lonely. Maybe that means you turn your homework in on time. I'm not sure what entirely it's going to mean for you. Maybe it does mean that you need to pray more. Maybe it does mean that you come to church more. But whatever it means, it means that your engine will no longer be idle, but it will be moving. Today is allegedly uh, World Kindness Day in honor of Mr. Rogers. So Facebook says. I'm not sure if that's real, but I wore a cardigan because of it. <laughs> And he said, one of his many, many wise quotes is he said, it's not so much what we have in this life that matters, it's what we do with what we have. You have this love of God that you did not earn through your good behavior or being the best. 
It does not make you better than anyone else, and it does not make you noteworthy at all. But it just might be the most powerful thing in the whole universe because this love can turn death into life. It can take everything that is painful and make room for comfort, and it can take the ordinary and make it extraordinary. So my question for you this week is, what will you do with this love that you have that's just sitting in your engines? It's the supplements have been taken. The race has started. How will you not be idle this week as we're getting ready for Advent, as you have a million things on your to-do list? How will you not be idle in your faith this week? Amen. Thank you for listening to our message today. We are Triumphant Love Lutheran Church and are affiliated with the Southwest Texas Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. We are located in Austin, Texas. You can follow us on our website, www.tllc.org. We look forward to you seeking us out as our podcasts progress and further episodes are added. You have a great day. And may the Lord be with you.